Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, here we go. Touchdown at 10. Charles London, Pat Shermer, names... You're going to need to know as part of the process. In fact, Chris Washington came out and told you yesterday. Mm-hmm. They floated that trial balloon. Hey, we in, we interviewed Pat Shermer for our open offensive coordinator position. They have been at times transparent. In the Jay Gruden search, they were very transparent in terms of confirming that on social media. For the Ron Rivera search, they were not. That was a very, very, very hush-hush deal. They were not like, hey, we're interviewing uh, Ron Rivera for our head coaching position. It's not the way uh, that worked. Um, you know. But to your point, yesterday they did formally acknowledge that they interviewed Pat Shermer. Um, we're going to get to Charles London in a sec. I, I did actually want to just pass this along quickly. Um and because this fits into touchdown at 10 and because it's literally breaking, um, this has nothing to do with the commanders. But Talia Tungavailoa is coming back to College Park for his senior season. That's a great decision. I agree. I think it's a great decision. He just announced that in a Good for uh, very nice letter. Uh, so that is great news for Maryland. So I just wanted to pass that along because it's just kind of breaking uh, within the last couple of minutes. So we uh, will try and get into that. But again, I uh, just wanted to, you know, in full disclosure, just saw that. So uh, just want and that again, it's in his words. So it's not a report or anything like that. It's in his words. Um, as far as. All right. So. The transparency, the hey, this is what we're doing kind of thing. A lot of teams have taken this tact. They don't give you a lot of details, but we've seen Jim Irsay do it. We just got done. We just wrapped up interviewing Eric such Bien-Aimé. and such. Eric Bieniemy. Yep. What I, it's appreciated because instead of leaking it to Ian Rappaport or Diana Rossini or Adam Schefter, it's coming from the horse's mouth, right? Now, in this particular case... I don't know if the team announced it first or if they leaked it to Garofolo or whatever. It was like right around the same time yesterday. We found out, hey, 
we knew that they were interested in talking to Pat Shermer, longtime offensive coordinator. We didn't know that he was set to interview yesterday. We still don't know the details, whether that was virtually, whether that was in person, whatnot. Don't know, or at least I don't know. But they did acknowledge it and announce it on social media so that it's not just rumor. It's not just report. The team on their own social media is saying, yes, we did interview. I'm sure that I didn't read the comments. You're a big comments person. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that went over well Let me on ask Twitter. Okay, because I, I do get a kick out of these comments. Is in your mind, when they do that, a way of saying, hey, let's gauge the populace on if we bring this person in, mm. are they going to be excited about it or are they going to kill us for it? All right. So here's how I'm going to answer that. I'm all for transparency. I'm all for... Transparency, by the way, with the rail tomorrow night in the 12th race at Rosecroft. There you go. Name of a horse. I'm all for transparency. I'm mm-hmm. all for being as, as open as we possibly can. I wouldn't mind... I wouldn't mind if they... If somebody, if they threw it out there, like you said, as kind of a trial balloon. However, here's where I would counter and say, Pete, if they think, if they think that Pat Shermer is going to be a guy that this fan base gets excited about and pumped up about, they're nuts. They're okay. out. They're further out to lunch than we all think they are. All right. Now, they announced this yesterday, right? Yes. Uh, I can't get the official time stamp. 23 hours ago. So, so roughly 11 roughly o'clock. Roughly 11 o'clock yesterday morning. Which was after the Garofolo news came out. Okay. So they leaked it to Garofolo first. And, and then they, they, put, and then it they on, put it out on yes. their social media. Okay. 1,200 comments in 23 hours. Let me ask you this. Without having an exact answer, would you say that 1,150 at least of those comments were of a negative variety? If you all hire this guy, I'm officially done with this yeah, franchise. Exactly. Come on, man. Exactly. I mean, the Pat Shermer guy, could walk on water and this fan base, n- no chance would accept Pat Shermer. Zero chance. And I'm telling you, from a PR standpoint, it's not a disaster. It is as uninspiring as 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 ho hum as Ron Rivera, traditional, old fashioned, boring, stuffy, <laughs> what have you, as you can possibly but get from a fan base reaction. Standpoint. It gets better, and this is why. This is and part of these comments, and I'll read a couple more. But in these comments is part of the reasons why we don't always take calls from people because some people. Some people don't have a clue Mm -hmm. other than the uniform they're rooting for. Mm -hmm. Okay, but here, why not somebody new, young? Next comment. You guys understand that both Cliff Kingsbury and Byron Leftwich is available, correct? First of all, Cliff Kingsbury, very questionable success as a head coach. You saw the disruption with him and Kyler Murray uh, offensively. So it's not that... Cliff is a sure thing. No. Okay. No, but it's a na- it's a sexy name that they know. So they don't the rest know of the comment is, So why would you interview the one man who is worse in the NFL than Scott Turner? Seriously, that was from a, a female fan. The next one is is classic. This is this is why again this is why people don't know much more than the uniform they're rooting for. 
Don't forget, Lovey Smith, all he needs is something to work with. Guided the Bears to the Super Bowl. <laughs> He's not an offensive coordinator, people. Come on, Richard. That's his name, Richard. I'm not going to say his last name. Richard, he's not an offensive coordinator. He's not, not going to get hired for this position. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, so, sometimes I don't know how to, you, you know, sometimes I don't know how to respond another guy, nicely to people. Another guy said Byron Leftwich was worse than Turner this season. Okay. That's a fair criticism. There's a lot of people that are spewing that as well. Another guy. Good God. Did you not watch him destroy the Broncos offense? Another bouncer. Are you serious, Commanders? You need an innovator, a known winner, a motivator, a skilled offensive expert yeah. who can slam a coach and owner for interfering, right. but do so with tact and intelligence. Right. He does exist. It's just a question and willingness to pay for it. Good luck, Commanders. Who is it? If it exists, who is that? Because right. I don't know who that Thank is. Thank you, Kathy. That's exactly right. Her name was Kathy. But that May- Maybe Bill O'Brien so, is that guy. I don't maybe know. Maybe Bill O'Brien is that guy. Although he is the front runner in New England, reportedly. This must be the preferred choice since Pat is having an entire post dedicated to his visit. I don't have many thoughts regarding the candidate because next season will be about results only. Starting Sam might buy this staff some patience, but they will continue to be judged harshly for mismanaging the quarterback position for three years straight. One bad decision after another. I think that's a fair take. The rest of his paragraph. If you want to do what's best for Sam... I would have advised to keep the same offensive system in place by elevating Zampezi, which is still on the table. But if you're scrapping everything, then I'd strongly suggest considering a new blocking scheme, increased play action, bootleg concepts, more RPOs and quick game, stop babying Hal and high-volume passing situations. It, that, that might be the most sound post of all the ones posted on there, of the 1,200 posts to this yesterday. So not everybody's a moron. There are people that post things that, like, just like Jim Rome always said, have a take and don't suck. That guy had a take, and it didn't suck. Well, a lot of people would probably say that we have lots of takes, and sometimes our opinions suck. Well, Paulie's, sometimes callers suck. Paul, yeah, Paulie I mean, calls it goes me out both all ways. the time. Right, exactly. Here's um, another one. He had, enough, he, had, he had nothing to work with when he was OC of the Broncos, and I can't think of any skill player on those teams I would take over the guys we have. His previous OC stint, 2017, with the Vikings wasn't bad. Taking the offense from number 28 to number 11 in scoring in a single season, and they ended up 13-3. and three. Mm-hmm. Case Keenum had right. the best season of his career under Shermer. Here, here, here's, here's the thing, Pete. That, the, like that comment right there at least has some good context, right? We talked about this a little bit yesterday, I, I think, right? Uh, I think we did. Uh, maybe I was on my podcast. I don't remember. I think it was on both said, you know, look, Pat Shermer is not a sexy, exciting name. Go do some research. Not telling you Pat Shermer is like head and shoulders above everyone else and is going to make this offense hum for 35 points a game. Not happening, okay? Go do some research beyond just surface cleansing, if you will, knowing that you know the name and it's not an exciting, sexy name for you. Uh, and you might remember him as the head coach a couple of years ago with the Giants. But that's why, and that's what I said yesterday. Remember, Norv Turner, Norv, not Scott, Norv, great offensive coordinator, struggled as a head coach. Right. 
Okay, there are differences. This situation sure. might be the same. Don't judge Shermer as an as a head coach because there are a lot of things that go into being successful as a head coach. Correct. But in terms of when he's the offensive coordinator and focuses solely on that, doing what he did with Case Keenum was a pretty solid coaching job. People might not remember the Minneapolis miracle, right? Yeah. I do. I know you do, right? <laughs> People don't, might not remember that year. Also, as I said, I, I again, I, I think I said it in both. Forgive me if I'm wrong. I, I'm pretty sure we pointed this out. He was the offensive coordinator under Chip Kelly when the Eagles mm-hmm. came in and just took the NFL by storm offense. Now, I don't love, I didn't love the Chip Kelly way of going about things, which was hold on to the time of possession for 25 minutes a game and try and, you know, score 35, all that. But they were a high-octane, up-tempo offense. Pat Shermer has worked in West Coast offenses. He's worked in up-tempo offenses. He's worked in pro-style offenses. I don't honestly know. I would have to go back and watch tape how much read option and how much um, – uh, What's the not read option? The um, but the RPO stuff. The RPO. I couldn't think of the acronym. I I don't know how much RPO stuff he was doing in Denver and in Minnesota. I'd have to go back and watch. I I just don't know. I'm sure they did some of it. I don't know if it was heavy based. Whatever. There's basically four types of offenses, right? Would you say West Coast Pro? up-tempo, kind of no huddle, which a lot of teams don't run more than a play or two or a sequence or whatever. And then there's the RPO-heavy run, the RPO eye-candy-heavy type of offense that Chip Kelly was running Mm -hmm. that a lot of others are running in variations. There are basically, those are the basic types of offense, right? Am I missing anything? And again, maybe you don't fully commit to one style or the other. It's nobody runs a Chip Kelly high octane offense uh, like Chip was running it with Pat Shermer in 2014. Nobody was runs Cliff, that. Was Cliff trying to run something similar with Kyler Murray uh, when they I, had the parts? Yeah, may, similar, but I don't. I don't. I still don't, I think, don't think it, it was, was tempo, as eccentric though. and yeah. as uptown. So I guess what I'm saying is. While Pat Shermer might not be the sexy name, he he doesn't he's not the sexy name. He's not the name that uh, again casual Joe fan is going to go. Oh my God, this is exciting! This is great. Uh, he's not Joe Brady. Not mm-hmm. to say that Joe Brady's great, but he's not a guy that is a whiz kid or that is identified as a whiz kid by national media and people that are speculating and talking about oh well, this is going right. to be the next great But you mentioned you know, Joe thing. Brady. Let me let me let me bring up a great example about Joe Brady. Joe Brady looked like the greatest college football yeah. coordinator of all time when he had Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Right. Which was always as I said now, then an overrated now, theory. Let me also give you exhibit A involving the same two people. Yeah. Zach Taylor looked like an overmatched head coach. Yep. All of a sudden, Burrow, Chase, Higgins, Boyd, Mixon together, all of a sudden, they go to the Super Bowl. So, again, if you're going to crush the coordinator, the coach, take a deeper dive into the roster of people that they have to work with.
Right. Because it's still, no matter how great an offensive mind you are, okay, no matter how great of an offensive mind you are, and all of you that want to, and, and this is, again, comes back to every all of you that want to interview Byron Leftwich for the coordinator position, go look at the, the body of Byron Leftwich's work, Jacksonville, Tampa, with Tom Brady, without. There's some good, there's some bad in both, okay? Tom Brady, with him, won a Super Bowl. This year, they looked impotent at times offensively, despite throwing 66 times in a game the other day. Tom Brady threw for 351 yards. Oh, he threw for 351. Yeah, on 66 passes at 5.9 per. Tom Brady was not good. Okay. Their offense could never get it figured out. Now, part of that problem is, A, their offensive line was a shambles. They they didn't have a starting NFL offensive line this season. Evans and Godwin, you know, are, are great, but... Look at how many snaps they were out there together. Okay? That's part of the issue. They didn't they, they didn't take more than probably 70% of the offensive snaps together, uh, I think, this year uh, in, in Tampa. So, I mean, there are so many things that go into whether you are a good coordinator or not, and it still comes down to the players. Okay? Brady got fired in Carolina. This is the same guy that, right. that, that looked like a genius two right. years earlier, right. gets fired two years later, now ends up in Buffalo. So, okay, now he's on the Buffalo staff. That offense percolates. Does that all of a sudden make him a, a good offensive coach again? I mean, this is... What- Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, P.J. Walker. I mean, I don't know. There's a rather large difference if you put each guy on the scale. This is what drives me absolutely insane. And what I can't figure out. We all can identify that Scott Turner didn't do a great job this year. We can all identify that. What we can't identify is how much of that was clouded because he didn't have the proper tools at quarterback to work with and on the interior of the offensive line and even the exterior of the offensive line. Okay, that, that's what we, can, what we can't mm-hmm. clearly figure out. Okay, all the examples that you're talking about, Byron Leftwich, so on. Last year, Byron Leftwich is a genius. He's about to get the Jacksonville head coaching job, right? Mm-hmm. He won't. He doesn't take the Jacksonville job because he didn't feel right about the personnel guy and Trent Baalke and so on. Now, all of a sudden, he's an incompetent boob, okay, who can't do anything. I, like, fans and media reaction is so absurdly insane. And I know people say I dismiss coaching and I talk down about coaching and I don't think anybody's bad and I don't think... Yes, people do bad jobs. I'm willing to admit that. But not to the degree that everyone makes it out to be. Again, not to the degree that everyone makes it out. Scott Turner, you know what? He didn't do a good job this year. He got fired because he didn't do a good job. Even though it's not all his fault, even though he never really had a great quarterback situation, he didn't do a good job with a lot of the pieces that he had. We can all easily identify that. It doesn't mean he's incompetent. It doesn't mean he doesn't deserve another opportunity. Joe Brady, the name we were just talking about. Again, all of a sudden he goes from genius at LSU to, oh, wait a second, Boy, that that star dimmed quickly in Carolina, where he had Sam Darnold and P.J. Walker and I guess uh, Baker May uh, did he Baker. Have, right Baker Mayfield for what half the right because he got fired in like November. Um, 
year two of the Matt Rule. No. They wouldn't have had Baker. No, I'm sorry. Baker came two, in. He, right. He got fired a right. year and a half ago. Okay, my bad. He got fired before Baker came. But he had Sam Darnold. He P.J. Had Walker. P.J. Walker. And who was the other guy that was there with Sam? Uh, I can't remember. But you get my point is all of a sudden Joe Brady's a fool. Mm-hmm. Like he goes from the top. Again, people. Coaches don't deserve all the credit that they get. They also don't deserve all the blame that they get. My point is it's somewhere in the middle. It's a gray, ambiguous area. So stop saying that the only thing that is wrong with the commander's offense was Scott Turner. Stop saying that the only thing, the only reason why the Giants are in the playoffs are playing the Eagles in the divisional round. And I know you've been very complimentary to Brian Dable, and you were absolutely right. Brian Dable is not the only reason. It's Daniel Jones taking whatever Brian Dable and his staff have taught him and significantly improving on what he had done before. Oh, by the way, he was drafted by Pat Shermer, but he was dra- he was overdrafted at six. Everyone knows that. But it's growing. It's figuring things out. It's accentuating the positives. It's eliminating the negatives. And yet people want to make it as simple as, oh, Brian J- Brian Dable's a genius. He's the only reason why Daniel Jones and the Giants are going to play Saturday night for a trip to the NFC Championship. And the answer to that is no. He's a big reason, but he's not the only reason. And I would even go so far to say he's not even the primary reason. You don't think Brian Dable's the primary? No, the primary reason is Daniel Jones in my eyes. Ooh. And a great defensive Ooh. line. I would again. Does Brian Dable fuel Daniel Jones? No, 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 no. You introduced a different concept into that situation. Let's take the break. Let's come back and talk about that. 301-230-0980. You went. You went one step too far there. Okay, you okay. went one step too far because the, the, the defensive line got nothing to do with Daniel Jones. 301-230-0980. It's touchdown at ten. Rolling along. We're halfway home on a Wednesday morning, right here on the Team Nine Eighty, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Pat Shermer confirmed interviewed yesterday by the Washington franchise for its open offensive coordinator position. We'll get to another candidate coming up here, but just to finish up here, what well, you're talking about wait, bef- before you go. I'm sorry, and into that just just to clean up and provide the news. Jeremy Fowler just of ESPN just a couple of minutes ago reporting that today it's Ken Zampezi getting interviewed. Mm. Okay. And Charles London should be later in the week, who is the candidate that you were just kind of talking now, about that does, we'll does discuss Kenny, later. Does Kenny get the steak dinner like everybody else does, or does he just get a like a, a four pack from Raising Canes yeah. right around the corner from <laughs> since he's the in house candidate? <laughs> Not that the, listen, I mean, I'm sure that's great. I like Maybe Ken, maybe Ken doesn't like steak. I don't know. I'm just just saying. Maybe I mean, he doesn't like steak. Does Kenny get the same? Maybe he gets treatment. lunch in the cafeteria downstairs. Uh, there you go. Does, I mean, does he get the, the same? The fob card works. Um, to finish up on Daniel Jones. Yeah. Okay. Now, yes, the Giants, the emergence of the Giants' defensive line has helped them overall as a team mm-hmm. win more games because that group has been better, obviously. But you can't play the way Daniel Jones has played without confidence instilled from Brian Dable. Brian Dable working directly with him and 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 calling him mm-hmm. out early in the season. Yes. Because Daniel Jones early in the season looked like a dude that was still the same quarterback over the past couple of years. Y- yes, all of, all of that Erratic, is true. Erratic, inconsistent. All of that you know, is true. So, but but here here's here's what I'll say, and maybe I said it wrong, so I apologize if I did. The Giants' success over Daniel Jones's success and meteoric rise here over the last year can largely be credited to Brian Dable, but Daniel Jones has to get a lot of that credit too, and in my opinion, more of that credit than Brian Dable. Okay, and there's reasons why I say that. Number one, he's the player. Okay, you can teach, you can instruct, you can tell, whatever. The player has to play. The player has to figure it out. Number two, 
Pete, Daniel Jones did cut down a lot on his turnovers last year. What he didn't do was figure it all out, stay healthy on the field, and cut the turnovers, both interceptions and lost fumbles, while improving as a passer, while still being an effective runner and an effective weapon in the RPO and the quarterback keep game. That's what he didn't figure out. So I, I'm all I'm absolutely willing to give Brian Dable credit. I'm not willing to give Brian Dable all the credit for Daniel Jones and for the offense because it's not like Daniel Jones was nothing when Brian Dable took over. It's not like he was not, he was disappointing based on expectations. He was not nothing, okay? And I guess for the Giants, and, and this is what I thought I said, the reason why they're in the divisional playoffs, A, in my opinion, one is Daniel Jones. Two is that defensive line. Three might be Brian Dable. Maybe it's Saquon Barkley. I can, I can see a reasonable argument. I'm not putting Brian Dable as good as he's been. As good as he's been, as much of an impact as he's made, I'm not putting him number one or number two in terms of the Giants' success. That's impossible. Why? Because, look at, I mean, dude, they are a significantly better product, A, overall, yes, okay? But that means means their overall preparation as a team each week is better, and the head coach, that starts with the head coach. Right. That starts at the top. Okay, I, I understand organizationally he's had a huge impact, but again, okay, I mean, what, what, it, wins, fo- what a... wins football games? Quarterback and pass rush. Right. But Two he... things that the Giants have significantly improved in or are now a major force in. Again, I'm but willing to— But the quarterback to... was not as electric and not as consistent that's, under a previous regime. That, that's fair. Sometimes players don't figure it out until year four. I mean, last year, like the, the notion that Brian Dable came in and took a quarterback that was throwing 25 picks a year down to five is, is absurd because that's not the truth. He went from 12 to 10 to 7 to 5. He cut down his interceptions every single year. Now, fumbles lost is, a, is another thing. Uh, I got to exactly find those numbers. I thought I had them, but apparently Pro Football Reference doesn't put them in as a passer, so I got to I got to break it I got to break it down. He had other turnovers besides those numbers that I gave you, but the notion that Daniel Jones was throwing 20 interceptions a year and all of a sudden Brian Dable walks in, slams his fist on the table and now he's throwing five no, interceptions a year Chris, is absurd. That's Chris, not true. This is a guy that this year alone, okay, go back and look at the numbers in previous years. He came out of the gate this year, game one, on the road against a playoff team, that. and hit 80% of his passes. They win the game on the road. They set the tone right away for their season, beating a perennial playoff team on the road with the quarterback throwing at an 80% clip. I, I'm, 80%. I Listen, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, He's, by the way, he's got 10 career uh, lost fumbles, 10 career, three, three, two, and two. I mean, he goes to, and and, and obviously, you know, Green Bay's not the same team, but the defense in Green Bay was still pretty good. He goes and wins on the road in Green Bay. He completes 77% of his pass. That was in London, but it was against Green Bay. True. But but, but I'm saying, he completes 77% of his passes against a a defense that you acknowledge every week is a good defense. It is. Okay? Doesn't turn the football over uh, in that contest. Baltimore. 
You know, 70% of his passes doesn't turn the football over. They get the victory. Okay? They beat Jacksonville, a playoff team. Let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. While you're rattling off numbers, if you're saying... Against, against the commanders, okay. he completed 80% of his passes. All right, let me let me ask you this. If there's a... a if there's a credit pie, because we know there's a blame pie, right? Against and Indianapolis, seventy nine percent. I don't, I, I don't see, I don't see eighty okay. percent anywhere else in Daniel Jones's career. When we're talking about the credit pie for this year, okay, for just Daniel Jones, not the Giants organizationally, how would you break it down between Daniel Jones and Brian Dable? Sixty five, thirty five. You would give Brian Dable sixty five, one hundred percent. That dude looks like a different guy. Different guy and different guy in clutch situations. So so a player can't continue to get better with more experience like Daniel Jones has. Year four, where he was already significantly cutting down on his interceptions. But just because he wasn't cutting down, he he had more of an impact on winning this year. I understand that, but, but, but the organization... The organization was better this year. Because they hired Brian Dable! Because their pass rush was better, too! they hired Brian freaking Dable! They were a better team this year! They had Evan Neal, they had Kayvon Thibodeau, they they added different players. Brian Dable deserves some credit, yes. Maybe a lot of credit, maybe more credit than I'm willing to say. But you can't, one minute you say he deserves a lot of credit, then you say maybe he should. The notion that Brian Dable is the one and only person that contributed to the Giants' turnaround is ridiculous! I didn't say that, you asked me a pie! I didn't say Brian Dable was 100%. No, I asked you a pie for the D- Daniel Jones's ascent. Right. And even overall, I don't say and Brian Dable's 100%. 65% Brian Dable? Yes. I mean, yes. We're, 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 does the credit, none of the I mean, well, you're not saying none. If the previous 30% coach, of the credit goes the to the previous, quarterback? If the previous coach, Chris, was any good, Brian Dable wouldn't be the Joe coach. Joe Judge was an incompetent boob. Just saying. It's not Daniel Jones's fault, is it? No, but I'm telling you, Brian Dable deserves a lot of the credit because guess what? We, we've seen quarterbacks be able to take command of their own situations if they're any good. He was he was improving Daniel Jones. We know he's killed the commanders. Brian Dable got Walnuts, him over whatever. the top this year. I, I, I agree. He, I agree you're that Brian Dable me, made him better. You're not going to convince me any... You're you're not going to be able to convince to me to say sixty five percent. Quite honestly, I yes. think is is way high. I don't want to say sixty five thirty five because I would say that there are fans and media you, analysts. I'll give you that would say hundred percent. I'll give you sixty two thirty eight if you want. Okay, fine. If you that can makes give me you whatever feel good with your, no, it doesn't you know, make Microsoft me feel good. Excel graphics Daniel or whatever. Jones deserves deserves at least seventy five percent of the credit. Oh come on, come on! It's the player. He's the one that made it all work. If Joe Judge is still the coach, they don't have the same season. Fine. Congratulations. But Daniel Jones can get all the great coaching, all the great tutelage, all the great mechanics, all the great play design, all the great game plan, all the great everything. I That's mean, what the coach Buffalo, is supposed to do. Okay, Put in, the game plan in place in that Buff- the quarterback can execute. In Buffalo. Which he did twice in, at an 80% clip fine. this year. In Buffalo with, jo- with Brian Dable and Josh Allen. Does Josh Allen only deserve 30% of the credit for his? And I know he's had a ton of turnovers this year. People didn't want. Does, okay, there, there's. Okay, but but I'm saying, but people, does Josh people Allen believe, deserve look, 20% believe, of the credit okay. for his ascent? Hey, 
Our little buddy down the hall. I know. Knew nothing about Josh Allen. Thought Josh he, Allen was no good quarterback. I, he was Brian Gable he, helped develop into a He was inconsistent at Wyoming. Quarterback. He was inconsistent at Wyoming, but we knew he had great size, great speed, and great velocity. A rocket for an right, arm. But just like he Sam Howe, just like Sam Howe, the one year Wyoming put it all together with good skill okay. people and everybody around him. But the player that dude deserves was electric. more credit, is what I'm saying. Josh Allen deserves more credit than you're willing to give him, that most but are willing the, to give right, him. Daniel but, but, Jones, okay. the same thing. Wait a minute. Though, for Sabah and all the Taylor Heineke maniacs, okay, what's their biggest complaint? Scott Turner didn't yeah. put Taylor Heineke in the right situation That's to be it, successful. And, and and how many times did I fight back on that? Just I'm just I'm just telling you, you whether I'm right or wrong. Brian I, Dable I, put things in place, and the and, player and, has yeah. to execute. You can design, draw, instruct, teach, mentor, guru yourself until you're blue in the face, Pete. The player has to execute. Right, but one, you, the, the, the coach one way or the to, other. But the coach has to put the player in the best position to execute. What does what does Ron Fine. Rivera say? We got to put our players in the best ex- place to execute. Ron says a lot of things that you know. But every just, coach says that. I, I understand. Every that. coach says that, and every coach says it's about the Jimmys and Joes and not the X's and O's. Right, and if you don't coach the Jimmys and Joes the right way and put them in a position, that's fine. Then they don't win. That's fine. But I guess my, my I mean, again, we can argue this from now until forever. You, you're more of a coaching guy. I'm more of a player guy. Not always a coaching guy. No, but in this particular example, a player took a huge step forward in his career. The organization had said, we're not picking up the fifth year option. Now the guy might get $40 million at the end of the season per year. Looks like a bad decision that they made, huh? Because they could still have Daniel Jones under contract for another year. They could, but again, because of the the play of the player and the previous staff, yeah. the player didn't look like the same player. Right. I mean, I understood the decision at the time. It's I mean, kind of backfired on them I a little bet. bit. Well, I mean, yeah, but you did because they didn't think the player could play to this level. Well, he couldn't affect winning at this level. Okay, they that's were... what he said. That's the biggest thing he's done. He has now been able to affect winning in a positive way with their franchise. But it's simply because Brian Dable went into his back, opened up a compartment, and went... If that's how it works, that's how it works. Okay, Certainly put him in a much better position to be a better quarterback. Okay? Put him in a... He had two games all year where he was under 60% in terms of completion percentage. It was a much more consistent player and a guy that affected winning. Because guess where the New York Giants are this week? Chris, Giant 80, the rooster, has a look at what's trending. All right, we'll start out with that Commander's News. The team set to interview, according to ESPN's Jeremy Fowler, Ken Zampezi, the current quarterback's coach, for their offensive coordinator position today. Uh, Fowler also adds Falcons quarterbacks coach Charles London, who we'll talk about next, should be later on this week. Yesterday, of course, they interviewed Pat Shermer, two-time NFL head coach and longtime offensive coordinator. Meanwhile, Rafael Nadal, the defending Australian Open champion, ousted in today's second round by American Mackenzie McDonald, suffered a left hip injury during the match, lost 6-4-6-4-7-5, again in the second round of the Aussie Open as the number one seed. Meanwhile, the Wizards tonight at MSG against the New York Knicks. 7-15 the coverage right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. And over on the fan, it's Virginia hosting Virginia Tech at 6-30. And that's what's trending.
We'll get to your calls on this in the 11 o'clock hour. Stay with us here. 301-230-0980. We'll give you a chance to chime in. On the other side of this, Charles London, based on where he is at right now, Chris, is he, from a schematic and philosophical standpoint, maybe more aligned with what Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew recently detailed in their press conference here as a team that still wants to, whether percentage-wise, games determine where those percentages end up, but still a team that wants to be a run-heavy first, pass-second type offense. Well, here's the thing. How do we know that? Because he's never been an offensive coordinator, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't have any DNA, any footprint, any measurable data. But here's what I do know. Despite being a quarterback's coach, for the Atlanta Falcons the last two years. Would you agree with me that that is a, that is a, maybe it's because of the limitations of Marcus Mariota and then Desmond Ritter. And maybe it's Arthur Smith's profile. Wouldn't you say that is a more run oriented offense? Especially once Matt Ryan left. Oh, no question. Right. I mean, there's so, a lot of Patterson and, and Algier. So, that could fit into that profile that you're talking about, that Ron and Marty, um, Martin, I should say, not Marty, um, outlined last week. Now, I'll give you one other thing. Again, London has never been an offensive coordinator, but you know what he was? I forgot about this. Nikki Javala put this out in the post. He was Bill O'Brien's running backs coach Penn State. at Penn State. Yeah. So, again, that tells you he's going to the. He's. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to be one of the uh, offensive coordinators he, of the senior bowl. He too. is of the American team. Mm-hmm. So again, now he might be the coordinator. I mean, he might get the job by, before then, or he might, or somebody else might get the job before then. But here's the thing. Again, when you. When you are when you are a running backs coach, if you when you're a former running back, one at Duke, when you are a running backs coach for Penn State and for Bill O'Brien, even though Bill O'Brien had Tom Brady in New England, they still ran the ball plenty. Yeah, sure. When Bill O'Brien was the offensive coordinator. And even though they had Deshaun Watson, they still ran the ball plenty in Houston and Alabama. Still runs the ball plenty, even though they had Brian uh, Bryce Young. Okay, Bill O'Brien likes to run the football. He likes to do a lot of things, but he likes to run the football. So, pretty sure I would London, say this. I'm pretty sure London also talked with Mike McDaniel last year uh, about a potential OC job in Miami too. Uh, he 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 might have. I would have to double check that. Um, we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. He was, I, I don't, I, I don't, I know the name. I don't know beyond what I've read of him. I don't know enough about him to say, oh, he absolutely is going to be a run first guy. But you know what he's going to be as a first time offensive coordinator if he gets this job, Pete? He's going to be what Ron Rivera wants him to be. Well, ultimately, yes. Ultimately, Scott Turner. But but as we've talked about, if it's say it's even fifty five forty five run to pass, but mm-hmm. it's successful and it leads to wins, mm-hmm. isn't that accomplishing sure. what everybody wants to accomplish? Sure. The problem is, is Scott Turner did what they wanted to as the season went along oh, because he, he definitely was, he was compromised at quarterback. It led to wins initially, but then it stopped leading to wins mm-hmm. because when. As much as I like to run the football, when your passing game is as limited as theirs were, and when your the strength of your team is the wide receivers, there's only so much eye candy and creativity you can get. You need to get the ball to Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and Jahan Dotson first and foremost and primarily, and that's what Scott struggled with, that mix. But Scott did do more of what Ron stated publicly and, as I know, privately to Scott Turner over the course of the year because the pass heavier, which you broke down 70-ish, 30-ish, under Wentz before the injury, wasn't working. It wasn't good enough either. And they were stuck in this murky water of not knowing what to do and what was consistently successful. Well, not only that, but trying to throw too much was getting the quarterback sacked. Yes. And when the quarterback gets yeah. sacked, yeah. you lose it down, you lose yardage. It's just like getting a penalty. Now, Sam Howell's not going to get sacked as much as Carson Wentz, obviously, if he's the starter. But what you don't want, and you've talked about this plenty, what you don't want is what happened at Sam Howell's final season at North Carolina where he's running for his life. Right, right. And, and that's why... That's why the organizationally, organization, organizationally, they improve the offensive line. You have a healthy Brian Robinson heading into the regular season this time, mm-hmm. and Brian Robinson slash Antonio Gibson, you know, Williams, Patterson, whoever. I love Brian Robinson, but Brian Robinson alone or primarily is not the way you want to win games. But if you if, between those guys. You ultimately you want between twenty five and thirty rushes per yeah. game. Yeah, with a with a young quarterback. I mean, he played one game, so technically he won't be a rookie. But you know, you're you're going to have a young quarterback if that's the direction they stay. You're going to want twenty five to thirty carries for your running backs and even your quarterback because mm-hmm. Howe will obviously yes. run when necessary. Yeah. So 
that means you've got to you've got to get your offensive line in order first to be able to do that because you don't want to, you you just don't want to sledgehammer twenty five right. times at three point two yards per carry because all of a sudden in the third quarter you're down at ten points and you're you're you can't use that game plan anymore because you're just killing yourself by eating time and not scoring points. Correct. So that's that's where you've got to find that happy medium, and it only starts with with people up front that can consistently win run blocking in the game. And that is, if you go with a philosophy that Ron and Martin have said is what they want to do, then you've got to go get the parts that can help you achieve it. 301-230-0980. Your thoughts on the initial interviews, list of candidates. What does that offensive coordinator have to do to get you reasonably satisfied with the hire based on what Ron and Martin have said? We're going to be run first. And then pass second. We're going to be heavy run. And then we're going to be lightly pass. If that leads to winning in the end, at the end of the season, that's all you'd cheer about. You really wouldn't care about the analytics, I'm sure. 301-230-0980, your form in the final hour right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.